There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota opens this October in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota opens Monday, October the 17th. At Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. Well, how do you summarise last night? Rangers 7-1 capitulation to Liverpool at Ibrox. Giovanni Van Bronckhuis said afterwards, there's no excuses for this result. We'll hear from him in a few moments. This 24 hours after Celtic lost 2-0 to RB Leipzig. So both the big two won't be in the Champions League anymore. And will Celtic still be in the Europa League? We'll talk about that with Andy Walker, the former Celtic in Scotland star, and Craig Moore, the former Rangers and Australia. Craig, everyone looked shell-shocked last night. 7-1. What's your reaction to the result? You bring me in for the tough matches, yep. eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, look, it was, a, it was a sore one. It was a really, really sore one. Um, Rangers uh, supporters obviously hugely disappointed, as I'm sure everyone at the, the club is. Um, look, in the game, obviously for the first half of the match, second half... I think what you 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 seen clearly was um, confidence um, dropping yeah. uh, and matched with a little bit of fear, Paul. And then all of a sudden, I think decisions then allowed the game to to, to blow out uh, to what was a really really uh, tough result for Rangers to take. I think there are some huge learnings in that. I think there is uh, at this level, um, you know, big inexperience from the from the current squad. And they need to they need to learn from that situation. I think that's now you know Giovanni's job. But there's a lot of criticism coming the club's way, the players' way, uh, the manager's way. Um, they need to respond. And will they respond? Because the fear is many of the Rangers fans are saying when it comes to the biggest games, the match with Celtic, yeah. Ajax at the start of the Champions League, they've fallen away really badly. Has that ever happened to you? Where there's almost a fear? Yeah. Now look again. I've, I can can touch on personal experiences. You know, my first ever Champions League game was away to, to Juventus. Uh, it was a 4-1 defeat. It was a heavy one. It was, uh, again, like I said, you, when you lose confidence and then there is a little bit of fear, um, you know, games can kind of get away from you very quickly. Um, so I have been in the, in the situation. I think what was maybe missing, um, Goldson, I think, is, is proven now what, a big player he is for the team. Uh, I think anybody that didn't think that, when you see him come off, I, I guess the leadership that he does have, uh, the glue that can maybe hold that team together defensively was gone. Um, so it was a struggle from from there. And I just think game management, um, you know, and I touched Paul again on a personal experience. Mm -hmm. 2010 World Cup, we're playing Germany. We're 4-1 down. I look at the, it might have even been 4-0, I'm looking at the clock, there's 60 minutes to go. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm thinking this could be seven or eight. Um, and, you know, I've got a left fullback who's trying to bomb on Andy and, and think, yeah, no, we can score a goal. Yeah, scoring one's not going not gonna to make a difference. We need to make sure that we stop conceding goals. In the end, we went out in that tournament by goal difference. Andy, what did you make of it last night? Rangers, of course, went one up through Scott Arfield, one one at half time. Yeah, very competitive and looked, you know, energetic and hungry as though they could maybe get another goal or two. But no player likes 
to be humiliated or embarrassed. And I think that's what happened in the second half. Um, Goldson going off obviously is a big blow because you're bringing on someone who's inexperienced, someone who I think has got ability and you know might go on to have a, a great uh, career with Rangers. But that's tough to play against Liverpool at that level. And remember the subs that they brought on, Andy Robertson, yep. Salah, uh, Thiago, um, Jota. They were trying to say to the manager, listen, we've got a big game on Sunday, I want to be a part of it. And uh, my goodness, they were hungry right until the death for, for goals. Is this going to be a crisis for Rangers and for Giovanni van Bronckhurst? Losing 7-1, it's a scoreline. Andy, have you ever lost 7 well, I remember feeling humiliated and embarrassed when I was a Celtic player and we went to Ibrox and we lost five. Uh, I can't remember, even at Motherwell and we were a defensive team, yep. we we would get humped about four at Pataudry <laughs> and uh, Dundee, uh, Dundee United. But I don't think we lost more than that. Um, so I, I know the feeling of uh, what Craig was saying there when the game is going away from you, but the last thing you want to to be as embarrassed and humiliated five, six, mm. seven. Um, and there was no game management once the once the actual result was gone. It was 3-1 to Liverpool and, uh, you know, they were they were exposing every sort of yard of space. And of course, the headlines everywhere, but Mo Salah, the fastest six minutes and two, 12 seconds, 12 seconds possibly, fastest yeah. hat-trick. Yeah. Uh, and they're all debating it yeah. and saying how good were they or how bad were Rangers, yeah. uh, you know, in the national yeah, channels yeah. and all this. Craig, for, for, yeah. for your club, is it going to be a crisis now or is it forgotten if you get the three points at the weekend and you fire on and chase Celtic? Yeah, I think, it, uh, you know, is... It wasn't a great. It wasn't a great night. Then there needs to be learnings. There's no doubt about that. And I think, like I said, the, the game management side of things is is key, and that comes through experience, um, which these players, this group of players, will continue to get. But it's back to the bread and butter, Paul. It is the, the you know it goes to to show how important domestically the the title is, and it's, it's back to winning ways as as quick as you possibly can. You know, a, a couple of injuries uh, I think will be um, key misses mm. for Rangers in, in Goldson and, and Ryan Jack who both look like muscular injuries so you're talking anything between two to four weeks normally. And both of them within 10 minutes as well. Yeah, yeah. so so look, Rangers will, will um, they'll, they'll certainly be stretched um, but the only way, you know, at big clubs um, to survive is, is, is strong mentality and, and that strong mentality needs to be shown now in terms of going back and um, back to the training ground working hard and going and getting a winning result in the Premier League but Rangers did so well in the Europa League just yeah. months ago got yeah. to the final are we seeing the gov I mean the other thing you can learn yes. I think I, I, you know, I want to learn yeah. to be brilliant yeah. at something yeah, I yeah. don't have the ability and the difference in go the golfing class the golfing class is, is, has shown that it's been um it's been huge. Yeah. There's, there's no doubt about that. Um, you know, getting to the Europa final was a fantastic achievement. Um, clearly, it's not the Champions League because we're seeing the standards um, and mistakes are punished at every opportunity. Um, but again, I kind of don't get too carried away, carried away. And the reason why I don't get too carried away is I look at Ajax, right, <laughs> who, who, who cop six at home to, to Napoli. Right? Now, Ajax are a terrible team. Um, they're a team that have also had experience at Champions League level. Unfortunately, these results do come. Like I said, it's it's about the learnings and making sure that that type of result doesn't repeat itself again. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Craig Moore, 
Andy Walker, Paul Cooney, the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. And we're on the socials as well at Go Football Show. Lots of messages coming in. Uh, let's hear from them. Who would be a manager? Neither of you, I don't <laughs> think, want to do it. No. At times, like it's your old teammate last night. He came out, yeah. though, and he went to the mix zone. Um, I, I thought he spoke well. Mm. What do the Rangers fans think about what he said? And he accepted the criticism. Of course, we need to accept the criticism. It's part of my job, part of the player's job too, when you perform like this. And then I don't mean, you know, the whole 90 minutes, but the last 25 minutes, you will get criticism and we have to take it on the chin. And that's what we have to do. Uh, as you said before, I said the, the difference in, in, in the way we played, the level we reach in a game, the difference is too big. It cannot, the difference cannot be so, so, uh, so big. So what do you say to your players after losing 7-1 to Liverpool? Well, it's, uh, you know, some moments you, uh, I think silence is, is, you know, is, is appropriate. And there, the whole locker room was quiet because everyone uh, feels the big loss we had today. Sometimes when the emotions are very high, it's better not to speak, process the game and, 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 pick it up tomorrow was that the thing to do <laughs> every manager has their their own way Paul um, you know for Giovanni and I, I've been involved where you know maybe a, a bad result um, and sometimes silence um, you know is, is the right way uh, because you can become emotional or all of a sudden what is already a bad night can, can blow out and be a lot worse I'd be amazed if all the players were silent I mean they'd be mm. a a real good bit of yeah, I don't shouting know. and balling at I, each I, other. I, I, I don't know, One Andy. or two of them, no? Uh, after, well, again, depends because after such a, a a result, players are embarrassed, right? And and, and and I can tell you now, when players are embarrassed, the emotions are not high in terms of wanting to argue and debate and, and, and challenge one another. It's more about, you know, feeling a little bit ashamed. Um, so I, I think, like I says, I think that literally you would have seen heads in hands and a really dejected uh, dressing room that, that would have been deep in thought um, and, and disappointed with themselves. But the golf that you touch on in, in terms of, you know, the, 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 the Liverpool side um, and the subs that they were able to bring on, um, it, look, it's clear. It's not an excuse, but, but it was clear to see. Who could have a go at each other, Andy? I take your point, you'd imagine there would be. But Just in terms of letting off steam, you'd I'm be sure. shouting. Yeah. And you might be unreasonable, yeah. but I would imagine there would have been raised voices. Have a shout at yourself, probably. Because <laughs> nobody get past Marks. Nobody looking at the paper. Yep. Let, let's speak to one of our listeners who was at the game last night. Martin is on from Kilmarnock. Good evening, Martin. Good evening, panel. Um, Craig, if I could put my first point to yourself. Uh -huh. Uh, just last night, I thought your comments at the opening of the show were really good, very measured. Um, there's nothing hysterical. Uh, I, I've read a lot of the socials today, mm -hmm. and they're calling for Geo's head. You know that there's some nasty stuff getting said about players. Mm -hmm. But what worries me is is the board and Ross Wilson's recruitment, mm -hmm. um, because certainly when Ad Dick Advocate came in, and you'll know this more than any, um, there was there was a Dutch contingent, yeah, and. It, it, the absence of that Dutch contingent worries me because mm -hmm. I'd imagine Gio would have wanted to bring in his own players mm -hmm. and in absence of that he's not been able to do so I think letting Katic go Balogun go huge mistakes as we're, we're now seeing yep. but what's your own thoughts about the Ross Wilson and the board and all of this because I think they need to shoulder some of the, the, the blame on this Yeah well look unfortunately I can only speak in terms of um, you know what I, what I think because I, I don't exactly know how the, the you know the recruitment process works works uh, within the the football club. I mean, what 
what is clear is I think, you know, seven players were, were signed this season. I believe last night there was there was probably only one starter of, of the, the seven new recruits. Is that right? In Cholak? Um, yeah, that's right. Aye. So every year, year on year, no matter what club you are, um, you look to improve your squad. Um, and, you know, when you're looking at Champions League football, I know obviously there's some injuries um, to, to, to certain players, but um, you're looking at... Um, you know, those players that you recruit certainly being involved at Champions League level because they're players that you're looking to, to bring in to improve the squad. So that that, that debate um, is, is definitely a live one out there. Are Rangers a stronger squad this season than what they were last season? Look, in my opinion, um, I think not. I think not. Um, but the message from the board has been it is the strongest yeah, yeah. squad. And but, but, I, I'm like you, Craig. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't see it. I think mm. when you when you lose Bassi, when you lose Aribo, you're obviously looking at the replacements and yeah. so far I don't see that same level of quality and you mm. talk about money Giovanni Van Bronckhurst has said there, there's no mm. pot of money there's, yeah. there's, there was very little money to spend if any because yeah. I think he did want some players but mm -hmm. he couldn't get them yeah yeah but again so it's only what I, what I hear though in terms of the players that have come through the door I mean they'd obviously uh, have been agreed and signed off mm by uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. Now, I, I guess the question that I kind of have asked at times is, how have we not seen a, a you know, maybe a Dutch player come to, yeah. um, you know, come to Ibrox because of Giovanni's... Why would that be? Everyone's uh, saying this. Yeah, yeah and not, again, not I, just him, he's backroom well, uh, staff. You know, some have, moments yeah, you, uh, I think silence is, is, you know, is... No, no, that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> we heard you on the silence, Gio. <laughs> so some, sometimes it's, it's maybe, you know, does, um, you know, the ability... To, to, to sell the club, to sell that opportunity mm -hmm. for people to come and play for Giovanni. Look, he might have been given that opportunity and, and, and just might have missed with players. We don't know 100% sure. Here's what he said. Stay with us, Martin. He said, no excuses. But we'll hear from, um, we'll try that one again in a few moments. We heard the silence at halftime, uh, at the end. Yeah. He said, look at the difference though, for the first half compared to what happened in that 25 minute spell. First half and, and the last half an hour was night and day, comparison how we how we played. Um, and that difference in level, that's too much in Champions League. First hour, we were there, then you can make, we can make any opponent difficult at Ibrox. But the way we played the last 25 minutes, yeah, you will lose against any team you play here. Because Martin, how did you feel when uh, Scott Arfield struck that so sweetly and got the goal? Oh, it was euphoria. <laughs> it was total bedlam and euphoria. Um, and, and for that, that, that time, I did think we could possibly get something. Yeah. I wasn't expecting to beat Liverpool. I'm, I'm not that naive. They are a world-class yeah. team despite the criticisms they're getting. Um the only plus I can take from last night it was a joy to watch Mo Salah and I'm, I'm just oh. gutted that he scored three times yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they are a joyful team to watch they are they're, they're a fantastic team well they they're clicked they clicked in a way that they haven't yeah. clicked all season yeah. and, Ma and Martin again I don't know what your thoughts were but uh, Arfield getting the goal obviously it brings the crowd right into it um, the place is bouncing as, as, as we know it can do I think a really key moment in the game was probably not being able to, to keep a hold of that lead long enough. I think it was seven minutes. 
that, um, yeah. that that Liverpool then get that equaliser. If we could have managed to hold on to that lead a little bit longer, um, but obviously, like I says, that that goal that we conceded, I think, was it from a corner for Mino's. Yeah, header. it switched off uh, yeah. again. Be a poor one, a poor one to to kind of concede. But then all of a sudden, the it takes a crowd out of it again because you, you, you're on a downer then, it, and the team kind of then sort of like struggled a little bit. Uh, but yeah, if we could have held on to the lead a little bit longer, but the disappointing thing and, and the biggest learning experience for, for this group of players and also for Giovanni because he needs to manage that is the, um, you know, the performance from one half to the next. It was night and day and I think when, when the game's well and truly beyond doubt, I, I think we need, and, and, and sometimes this can't come from the manager, you do need players to, to be able to step up and recognise game's gone. Um, but the way that we stayed still quite open, it actually just encouraged Liverpool to yeah. to keep going, to keep going, to try and get more. Whereas if you shut up shop, and I've been there, you shut up shop, mm. all of a sudden the team knows that you've shut up shop. They're keeping possession, but in areas that aren't going to hurt you. Craig, that, that would come from some players. Some players were, I don't know, just with leadership qualities. As you say, the game's gone. We're sitting in, we're not losing five, six and seven. We'll, we'll lose three yeah. and four. Mm-hmm. And that'll be it. And we'll make it a horrible game for the last 20, 30 minutes because it's gone. Um, but to be so open and for Liverpool to expose uh, Rangers almost at will, mm-hmm. that was the alarming prospect. As you say, the, the drop in the level of performance from the first half uh, to the second was extraordinary. Martin, does it make up if you win the title? I think obviously it's that's always going to be our goal now, domestic success. Um, but before a ball was kicked in the Champions League, third place in that group for me would have been success because I think realistically, um, Rangers, possibly Celtic, need to accept we are UEFA Cup teams. That is our level, and that's the level our games at. And I think if we can go to the UEFA Cup and compete, it's great for our domestic game. It's great for our coefficient. But I think both Gio and maybe Ange Postacoglu need to admit we just need that little bit better player if we're going to compete in the Champions League level. Andy, you'd be hard pushed to disagree with that <clears throat> for Rangers and Celtic. Yeah, I, I think when I look at Celtic, I, the questions that I ask are, can Celtic go through a Champions League group playing the way they do? I mean, I, I can't believe Celtic haven't scored more goals. Mm. But equally, I'm not surprised that they give goals away because they're so open so they're creating chances against Real Madrid they probably chucked a couple of points away in uh, Poland against Shakhtar Mm -hmm. I I think they should have won that game Um, you know they got back on level terms away to to Leipzig do you then you know just shift the balance of the team and the way they play but the answer there is no because uh, I think every Celtic supporter is now accepting that Ange Postecoglou only wants to play one way and like it or lump it that's the way he's going to approach it in the last couple uh, last couple of uh, group games and probably whatever uh, European competition they have next season it will be the way he approaches it then and the question is can Celtic can Celtic win this way can they can they finish in the top two I think it's really difficult because you open yourself up I think Leipzig are a good team I think they're really strong. They've got a lot of running power. They've got a lot of energy. They're really quite comfortable sitting deep with uh, plenty of bodies. 
and then bang, they hit you on the break and they're mm. so quick. And that is something that, you know, the players are, are, are doing what the manager is telling them to do, but it is leaving them very open. Yeah, I think I think as well. Another important thing that maybe we haven't touched on is 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 mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you know again through experience, you then get a um, you know a, a mentality that is able to get you through tough situations. Um, and you look at both Rangers and Celtic this season, Martin, in the, um, the European competitions, is when they shift a goal, they shift goals. Yeah, so there's that's mentality. That's um, you know a, a, an ability to um, to recognise what's happening within that game, and and you maybe concede the one where you're still in a game of football. But both teams have shown at at this level so far this season that, um, like I says, it's it's not one goal. It's kind of goals, and and it finishes the game off pretty quickly. We're going to take a quick break, Martin. What's your prediction for the weekend? Because Andy, you're on Sky. On Sunday, on, yeah, Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Uh, Twelve o'clock for yeah. Park. Yeah. It's going to be a massive game now. It's a massive yeah. game because obviously, as Craig was mentioning earlier, yeah. I think the influence of Connor Goldson has been really big. Mm. And even if you are playing someone like Leon King, who's got a lot of ability, I think to have someone as experienced as him can can only help his game. It looks now, Craig, as though it's going to be what King and Davis. We'll talk about that shortly, if we could, because Martin, some of the vultures, they have been gathering um, and you've come on to support your manager to say, look, this is Liverpool. Calm down. Uh, The test will be in the league. Martin, thanks for calling. Thank you, gentlemen. Good evening. Cheers, Martin. Yeah, cheers. 0808 17 17 700. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go, 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 go. Thanks Chris for the traffic and travels Busy last night, all roads leading to Ibrox 50,000 But they had that moment, Scott Arfield, terrific goal But then Liverpool back in What about Bobby Firmino? How good is he? He made it look so easy. Yeah, he, he, I mean, again, he kind of he's, he's strong enough, doesn't he? I, th- yeah. I think Sakala's got to be a little bit tighter and on his toes makes it a little bit harder for him. But Firmino is a very, very intelligent player. Uh, great feet. Um, he scores important goals for, for Liverpool. And, and again, he was a, a handful, I thought, last night. And all the chat about Mo Salah back to form. And they've got Manchester City this weekend. Rangers, of course, have Motherwell on Sunday. They're yeah. two points behind Celtic. That could be five points. Celtic at home to Hibs on Saturday. It's a great weekend from the Premiership point of view, Andy. Yeah. Uh, people, all eyes, all ears are going to be on both these big games. Yeah, and I don't think you can take any game for granted. Uh, Celtic have been a bit up and down in their form, I think sparkling at the start of the season, but you know, very difficult in the last home match against Motherwell and then unbelievably getting that uh, last second winner after St Johnston pulling it back to 1-1 last weekend. So I don't think you take anything for granted. The Late Late Show. You've been on VAR duty today, so we're going to talk yeah. about that shortly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Andy, you've got the very latest. It's coming in next week. Not next month, a week, a week tomorrow, isn't it? St. Johnson against Hibs. Are you in favour, Craig, of making <laughs> a change mid-season as big as this? No. Um, I just think that, look, we love a debate in this country anyway, um, but I think bringing it, bringing it in halfway through the season, um, there's already decisions. I think that if, if VAR was there, it would have already impacted results um, and, and therefore... I would have waited. I would have at the start or at the end, midway, 
wouldn't have been my call. Okay. My my hope, Paul, is that the teething problems, which I think we will get, might be, you know, some way down the line so that at the start of next season it will be Mm. even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, I mean, they they sold it to us today as a sort of minimum interference Mm. with a maximum benefit. It was the same sell in London at Stockley Park when I was down when they were introducing it into English football. It didn't happen that way, Paul. And so let's just see how it trans uh, how it comes across. But I've got to say, I'm 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 going to try and back it. I think yeah. as long as we get the right decisions, as long as we get them quickly, I hope the communication to the supporters is is going to be uh, swift as well because I think that's important. It's there yeah. at the top I, level. I, we have to have it. Yeah, yeah. I think Andy, you, you raise really good points there, and and for me, you touch on the fans. Let's let's not forget about the fans in terms of that emotional experience they get with scoring goals and what we don't want to see. And and where I certainly had a bit of an experience of it in Australia is a long delay in, in coming to those decisions. So you bang mm. on quick decisions. Yep. Well, let's hope it's a clear and obvious error. So we'll see how it goes. Logical's coming in after Rangers 7-1 defeat last night. Celtic losing 2-0 the night before to RB Leipzig. Let's hear from both managers. It's the hardest part of the game. It's why clubs spend hundreds of millions of dollars on players who do that. You know, it's, it's not as simple as just, you know, people think, well, just take your opportunities. It's about experience, composure at this level. It's about you know, the fine lines of the stresses that are involved in playing at the highest level of club football. And you know, only experience can sort of hopefully get your players to, to feel more comfortable in those situations. But as I said, it's, it's the most difficult part of football. You know, you know, we've been a bit unlucky too. I mean, we've hit the post twice in the same sequence where you know, on any other day that could go in. Scoring goals, that's what the Celtic fans are talking about. They were noted for it, especially at the start of the season. It's dried up a bit and in the Champions League, what, two goals so far and one point. Across the city last night, 7-1. I mean, that's a scoreline that uh, no Rangers fan likes. I see some people coming on saying the last one was 1957. It was Celtic in the League Cup. Mm -hmm. Charlie Tully was uh, the master of that game. You were there, weren't you? Well before our time, <laughs> not even born, well, kind of. Um, but last night, 7-1. Yeah. Barry was on with us last night and Mark oh. Weedy and uh, and the people who were with us at the Radson Red, I mean, they couldn't believe it. But it's the reality. The manager offering no excuses. Obviously at the moment, still, uh, the emotions from, from today, which is which also what we need to feel because the performance we had, the overall performance, the result uh, is not the way we want to represent this club. So that's, uh, that's uh, no excuses for this performance today from no one. And uh, we need to process that and, 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 and um, work towards Sunday. Craig's on the line, a Rangers fan. Good evening, Craig. Good evening, eh? Paul King and Hastings. Yeah, how's your day been? What, what time did you wake up? What, seriously, when did it come into your mind? 7-1. Oh, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously I was working all day, so I got up at 7 this morning and... Yeah. You know, it was going to take a bit of flack to some of the people in work, so you know, fancied the idea of sitting about just uh, face the music anyway. <laughs> you're a trooper, um, you worked on. So, what do you think, Craig? You're a great student of the game. What would you say? Should it be hit the panic button or is it calm the beans? What do you think? Well, I think it's possibly somewhere in the middle. I've heard quite a lot of knee jerk reaction since last night about the manager that you know, when he sack him, he needs to go, people are talking about the board and. Now, listen, I do think, and recruitment-wise, there's questions to be answered. I think they've said that yeah. since they qualified for the Champions League, you know, they, they clearly had to spend money. And I think some of the players they've brought in, it's 
not worked. You know, John Souter plays one game and then he's, he's gone, disappeared. Um, injured and obviously not happened to his brother. Um, so there are questions in that respect. But for me, I just think it was a, a sore lesson to take last night. But it's not the first time it's happened to a Scottish team. You know, look what happened with Celtic, the Invincibles under Brendan Rodgers yeah. got hammered, was it, you know, 7 or whatever off Barcelona, still went on and stormed it. Domestically, and yep. that's what we need to do. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no doubt about it. So I don't think hitting the panic button and sacking Geo's solving the problem because I mean I don't know about the guys, but who would you bring in? <laughs> yeah. Before we answer that one, or ask the guys to, and is that team that you've got depleted by injuries good enough to overtake Celtic and win the title? Because that is what will save Giovanni ultimately. Um. Listen, I think it is. I think we've seen. Celtic be hit with some injuries as well sure. with key yeah. players you know McGregor, Jota yeah. um, th- those are big players for Celtic to lose Goldson I think he's the big one because he's barely missed a minute for us and yeah. although he's had some dodgy moments at the end of the day he's been Mr Reliable in that back line and I'm not convinced that you know Leon King is the, the guy that can just slot in there and take over for him it's why we, we desperately desperately need somebody like sort of like, I also think it's why we should have like Katic go yeah, good point. Or Balligan. Or Balligan. Yeah, <laughs> that keeps coming up. Or what about Craig's points? Craig, yeah, no, look, look, it's, look you, you raise really, really good points. When I, like I said, I look at, um, and, and I probably haven't, if I'm honest, appreciated Goldson enough. Um, but when I, when I see, obviously, the, the impact uh, in terms of him coming off with the, with the muscle injury, and, and look, Leon, Leon King, um, don't get me wrong, this boy's going to be, a, he's gonna be a, a, a good professional. He's going to have a good career. But I tell you what, a really tough game for him to come into. Um, now, in terms of moving forward in those kind of positions, um, look, I, I think he'll he'll get his minutes here here and there. But I think you know, Gio will go back to a Sands or potentially a Lundstrom uh, back there. But <laughs> the depth of, of of the squad has certainly been hit, as has Celtics as well. You know, you talk about is there is there a, a, a title? A total race. So I still believe it's very, very. It's very early on. We've still got a break coming up. Rangers haven't been great after a break. Um, you know, we've got the World Cup. Uh, look, I, I just think it's back to basics uh, for, for for Rangers really, and getting back to winning ways. You you don't win the title here, but my goodness, you can lay down some some groundwork. Celtic drawn last week or Celtic winning? That's that's a big two points. Big swing. So to get that last second uh, winner. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, a huge moment. Craig, you know as well as I do, if you're second in Glasgow, mm-hmm. you're last. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. It, it, supporters are unforgiving. Mm-hmm. I, I played at a time where Big Billy won the title and a team that I played in, great. Yeah. Eventually, couldn't win it. And, and, he, and he left. Liam Brady, he left. Uh, Tommy Burns, mm-hmm. I played under Tommy. Played great football. Mm-hmm. But he left, couldn't win the title. And then you had the problems with Vim Janssen, who actually did win the title. Yeah, 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 yeah. John Barnes was another one, of course. Yeah. Um, Vim Janssen did win the title, but then there was problems off the park. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you come into the Dick Advocat and sure. the Martin O'Neill yeah, era, yeah, Alec yeah. McLeish and, and all the rest of it. It's, it's an unforgiving city mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. It, second is useless. And there's, there's still... Like, they, look, there's... Far more twists and turns throughout this yeah. season. Of course, no, no I mean, one's so calling the title no, now. No, no, no. no, 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 no I'm no, just no, saying, no, if you look ahead, yeah. Yeah. if you are second, yeah. 
you know, you're under pressure. Yeah, yeah, but again, you look at a famous uh, interview last season mm -hmm. in September, September after a horrible start from Celtic, Ange Postacoglu. Title doesn't doesn't get won in, in September. Sure. Uh, it's May. Uh, it's all it's all about getting to the end of that season and being on top of the pile. Craig, your other point was about well, who would they get if it wasn't GVB? And Craig, and coming old, is not saying yeah. the manager nah, should and, go. And nor am I. For me, yeah. it's uh, it's uh, one of those ones where um, Giovanni he, he has the job. He has to um, he has to respond to mm -hmm. the criticism, uh, and then the only way that he can do that is by um, setting his team out to to go and win. Um, you know, the following match, and then move to to the next match. That's the most important thing. Um, you know, at Rangers or Celtic, and if things are not going well, you are always going to be under the pump. There's no doubt about that. Did Giovanni um, have fair play, but it's part of the job, you know, fronting the media after that game. Yeah. You could hear it. You could see it. He was he, he was hurt. He was hurting, you know. Um, I think he knows his stuff. If you can get that team last season mm -hmm. to a Europa League final, mm -hmm. I mean, you're working minor miracles there and you win the uh, Scottish Cup. Yep. Uh, this season, obviously, it's a clean slate and all the rest of it. But if there was to be a change at either club at any time, mm -hmm. you always look at what have I got? What uh, what's the squad I've got to work with? Yeah. Okay, I want to make changes. Yeah. How much money do I have to spend? All of these things uh, are really crucial. Yeah. But like you, I, I don't think he's under uh, pressure in terms of his job. He's no. under pressure every week. Yeah. to win games you have to so, and I think there's only ever two reasons why a club should make that decision to depart with a manager one if a player if a, sorry if a manager loses a dressing room yeah. right, and we're not in there day in day out so we don't know what that scenario but is but you're, you're close yeah. to it that's yeah, not but, the but, case but, no it's not the case and secondly is if the board believe that the the coach is unable to progress the team and again that's not that's not for us that's their decision but for me I, again I was quite emotional last night, Paul. In terms of, oh, you know, you? Yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a tough result to take. Nobody likes to see that. So, you know, certainly uh, I didn't like to see that. But then today, I had a completely different, um, you know, thought process on the the events. And when you know, I look at, like I says, Ajax, who, who also had a, had a heavy defeat. I look at the... the and they've the, got Marco Van Basten uh, lambasting them for their performance. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Like I yeah. says, it, it happens. And at the end of the day, if you're going to be a successful professional footballer at Rangers or at Celtic you need to be thick skinned it's not going to always um, you know be great days there's going to be tough days and, and that is the character and the people that you need within the building that's when they earn their money so Craig I think you're agreeing you, we're not offering any names here because I don't think we're at that position nobody does think that he took your team to a Europa League final as Andy and Craig said just some months ago um, I, I think the sad thing is that over a number of years, the financial gulf between England and Scotland is just a chasm now. Mm. And yet we do talk about the two biggest clubs. They are two of the biggest clubs in the world, but we just don't get the revenues in television. And as long as we're in the Scottish market, it's not big enough for the worldwide TV audiences. And nobody's been able to work out how they can get the kind of money. that I mean, look at yeah. Bournemouth. They'll get what this season? And they'll get 100 million if they finish yeah. bottom. Yeah. But what, what you can't take away, Paul, is that drop in performance from the first yeah. half to the second. Yeah. Uh, you can get beat. And how many Rangers fans really believed that they could win at Anfield or win at Ibrox against Liverpool, who have been in, what, three of the last four finals? Yeah. So um, I think when you're up against that level of opposition, you absolutely respect it. 
But you don't take seven. Seven, seven draws attention to the to the way that the whole game play. It draws attention to the manager. Draws attention to to the players and how they handled it at three one at four one. Let's not um, make this any worse. But it was worse. And it did get worse, yeah. And then, like I said, that that for me um, was was where I think Rangers can definitely learn and and improve. They're, they're unfortunate. And again, Rangers and Celtic are not really in that situation where they're used yeah. to losing games. Yeah. Certainly, certainly like that. But how can you how can you now you know shut up shop and and that's that that's enough. That's enough. And when you give that message in terms of the way your structure and your shape then goes, Andy, the opponent knows it as well. Mm-hmm. And and then they're not going for the neck all the time, but because mm-hmm. it was so open, Liverpool yeah. just kept going and going and going. And Craig, on this occasion, not even your goalkeeper could rescue you. It, it just, no. he was also, was he at fault? I know he's up against Salah, but they seem to be scoring for fun later it, on. It, yeah? Paul, it could have been six at Anfield without Alan McGregor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. Liverpool were dominant sure. in that game and yeah. Rangers actually didn't play well, but they, they came away with a, a 2-0 defeat, which... Maybe flattered them slightly. Craig, thanks a lot for calling. Speak to you soon. It's good when they come on and front up after that. And I, you agree, Andy? You know, you've been in the media for quite a few years. Mm-hmm. Giovanni van Bronckhurst, I thought he spoke well last night. You could tell it was really, really difficult for him. Um, we heard a little bit yeah. from him. Uh, here's a little bit more. You know, we, we, we have to change our mentality. That's for sure. We can be very strong, as we showed today. But, you know, when we are not there uh, mentally... Um, then our levels drop really, really quick, and that's um, something we we need to avoid for for the future in this you know this competition, but also in the league. You know, it's uh, definitely an, an, a thing we uh, we have to improve if we if we were to be successful this season. Yeah, and I think it, you, the first look you'll have at Rangers will be on Sunday, and that is the way that they will try and respond. How will they play? What sort of appetite will they have for the game? Ultimately, what's the result? Because Motherwell did well at Celtic Park, mm. lost narrowly, and uh, you know they'll fancy their chances at home. Is there a top commentary team on one of the channels on Sunday? <laughs> Sky Sport, is it Crocker? Crocs. Cro- Crocker and Walker. Top. Yeah, he is indeed. We're going to take a very quick break. I've got a very quick break. There's also another game in Europe tonight. Where is the coefficient? It's yeah. crashing, isn't it? The Hearts exactly playing Fiorentina. We'll give you the teams in a moment. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! go, 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 go. Loads of calls coming in. Mainly Rangers fans after last night's game. Hearts are just kicking off against Fiorentina at the 3-0 down not expecting much Andy you've got the Hearts team yeah Craig Gordon and goal as you would expect and they've got a back four of Atkinson Kingsley Cochran and Halliday they've got Haring sitting in front of them and then another four of Forrest Grant Devlin and Mackay and Humphreys up front on his own they're, they are um, struggling for um, their, their best team at the moment and the full Fiorentina lineup and the formation, Craig Moore. I'm kidding. It's all right. I'm joking. I'm just throwing <laughs> yeah, you in under yeah, there. Yeah, there. Exactly. <laughs> no, we're uh, Glasgow's own here. But listen, good luck to the Hearts. But it's going to be very, very tough. Uh, George is on the line from Bathgate. Hi, George. Good evening. How's doing, boys? All right. Yeah, we're Hi, okay. George. I think. Thank you. Uh, Craig did share a few moments ago that you were. What did you say this morning? You, last night you were kind of shell shocked by the Rangers score. 
Uh, yeah, they, I mean, I was yeah. emotional. Well, yeah, they, emotional. Emo- emotions were yeah. high, you know, sure. because it was a heavy yep. defeat and you're, you know, obviously not feeling fantastic. Sure. But, but you're more positive today. Today, today I had a yep. completely different outlook. Come up off the floor. <laughs> George. <laughs> I, I, I've got to totally agree with there 100%. Um, I mean, that, that, that's a horrible result. A horrible result at him. A horrible result at any time. Um, but somebody said to me last week, we should have spent more money um, and tried to get out of the group. Now, the way I looked at it, Craig, I thought to myself, well, let's say, for example, the boy, um, the centre-half, Davis, and maybe a midfielder, mm-hmm. and the striker, say, added five, five million onto their value, uh-huh. instead of bringing in a four million, we bring in a nine million, a nine million, and an eight million pound player, mm-hmm. that's just spend an extra 15 million. Yeah. We still wouldn't go that group yeah. um, uh, last night. So it's, it's, I'm not embarrassed, but I, I get made embarrassed if we drop points to St. Martin and St. Johnson and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a, it's a horrible, horrible result. But, I just think the manager just needs to, the fans, the manager, the team, everybody just needs to dust themselves down and go home. It's already having a wee bit of a knee-jerk reaction and turning and saying the manager needs to go and things like that. Mm-hmm. That's not the answer. Yeah. I mean, we were all in here last year raving about how great we were and how good the manager and that was. Let's go back six months and remember, we've just played in the UEFA Cup final mm-hmm. um, and we're, we're two points behind. But the way I look at it, now Celtic are playing great and Rangers are playing terrible and we're two points behind them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the way I see it. Like, and it to be honest, I'll take 30 million every single year for the take beatings like that. Nobody wants to get beatings yeah. like that, but as we've got in Scottish football. Nah, George, you know what? It, it's, it's a great point, mate. And I, I go back to um, Dick Avocat days where under David Murray there was a huge there was a huge spend um, and and probably not the success that that certainly you know um, so David Murray was looking for at that particular time nor um, you know Avocat or the or the squad but a lot of money was spent um, so the position of of Rangers and, and in terms of you know what what is capable in Europe um, you're right I think that would be a, a huge huge spend. And at the same time, um, you know, at a at a big risk because does that progress you? Um, you know, does that then? If you're spending ten million on a play, you still need to make fifteen, twenty million uh, yeah. to, to to make profit. That's I, a I big spend. I don't think anyone is advocating reckless spending. I think what was expected was that post qualification, Rangers are in it. They've beaten PSV. Yeah. Um, the manager wanted a yeah. couple of players, yeah. and I think the supporters expected it too. But no one was expecting to spend yeah. eight, nine, ten million, mm. but no. you were expecting, yeah. uh, you know, to to strengthen the yeah, squad. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I, for me, but I think you have to continually, and I, I touch on this loads of times in terms of my period at Rangers, where every season, start of every season, one or two players, absolutely, they just bowled through that front door, and you know, starting eleven players, they're going to come in and prove you're starting eleven. Now that's probably lacked in the last couple of seasons. Um, there's, there's no doubt about that. Um, but I, I feel that the business of potentially losing a Kent and Morelos for nothing to to be more damaging. That's Andy. That doesn't make sense. You 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 offer them a contract if they don't take it. You set a deadline, and we're not talking about a few months ago. You're talking about at some point last season, and then you cash in. You've yeah. got to cash in. Yeah. I mean, I know that there's still the option. They can still stay. They can still choose to extend their deal. You had that last-minute decision mm-hmm. from uh, Conor Goldson when a lot of people thought yep. he might have gone. Yep. But uh, the the other side of the coin is they could sign for another club in January. January. Yeah. Yeah. So being smarter with your money, mm-hmm. uh, for me, is is crucial for, for Scottish clubs because, yes, 
30 or 40 million pound for qualifying for the Champions League is a lot of money. But what you're competing against in other markets, it's it's a very small, small amount. So we still have to be very, very smart with our money. It's a reality check, isn't it, really? You look at Cucurella, fullback. Yeah. He costs what fifty million. That's all. You know, from yeah. Brighton. <laughs> and which so whether you pay four million for Ben Davies or ten million, is it going to make that much difference when you're up against Liverpool's or the midget, the Bayern Munich's or and I know Rangers did it well last year against uh, Borussia Dortmund. Celtic. I think the obligation, Paul, is to try and be the best you can be. So whatever yeah. you're spending, and I think there is scope. Celtic what paid nine million for Edward and they got mm-hmm. a lot more back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they weren't prepared to pay three for John McGinn and he goes to the, the championship, eventually the, the Premier League and he's, what's he worth now? 30, 40, 50, take your, take your pick. So, um, yeah, you just, there, there's an obligation to give the supporters the best you can be. And I just thought once Rangers had qualified for the Champions League, you're not advocating any reckless spending. You, I did think they would give the manager a couple of uh, squad additions. George, you'll be worried, obviously, about Conor Goldson, Ryan Jack as well. We're waiting to hear about him. Have you been perturbed that um, Balogun was allowed to go during the summer? I, I thought that was a bit of a strange one. I, I did think that was a bit of a strange one, but these things happen in football. I mean, uh, Big Goldson's got a big loss for us, definitely. But just on Andy's point there, Andy, I'm not saying Andy said to reckless friend or nothing like that, but sure. um, really, with another two... Two or three, three million pound, two million pound players made a big, I mean, but they've made a big difference in that group. Intrigue, that's the point I'm I don't actually think they would have made the group, but um, a big difference. Remember, um, that team who have just played last week there were in port three. Liverpool are on another level, uh, these teams in the, in the competition. Uh, I actually spent 50 million on players and 30 million on players, so that's they're well at our, our league again. Be romantic and try and get big players in and things like that. But personally, looking right now, the night after just took us I'm quite happy with the group of players we've got going forward for our, our domestic, our season bodies that's here. So, like, spending more money wouldn't have been. I didn't want to go back to two, two, two. I really, really didn't. Yeah, I yeah. To, yeah. I want to, Sure, George, we get your point. Yeah, you made some really yeah. good points. Sorry, yeah. the line is not so good. Mm-hmm. But uh, Hearts hit the post a moment ago, Andy, but well, they're now a goal down. The Hearts started so well. Yeah. They hit the post after 30 seconds from Humphreys. There then was another great save from Craig Gordon. But they've just conceded and it was a glancing header well away from uh, Craig Gordon. So you know your uh, Is that the boy that was at Real Madrid? He was at Real yeah. Madrid. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Yeah. So, how often do we see it though? Mm. That the Scottish team almost scores. Oh, yeah. And again, a disappointing one to, I think, is it Cochrane that kind of, again, yeah. he's, he's, he doesn't do uh, enough. Jovic, downward header into the, and, to the bottom corner. And just to highlight again the difference, I'm sure he went to Real Madrid for about. 50, 60 million euros, something like that. We're on a different planet. But George did say, you know, better to have loved than lost. He didn't say those words, but he said, rather be in it than not in it. Yeah, Yeah, again, (laughs) I thought thought he'd come up with a a really sensible uh, approach. I think, look, when you start, again, Celtic have done it a couple of times now with a couple of purchases. What did they pay for Carter Vickers? Was it seven? Yeah. Was it seven seven million? So that for me is kind of the, anything anything north of that Mm -hmm. and you go, oof. It's, uh, that, that's, it's not, uh, it's not uh, just uh, the fee you have to factor in all the wages the cost of yes. it through the length of his contract and then if he doesn't want to extend 
yeah. I think there's an obligation right. then. Do some business, as you were saying yeah. earlier. Yeah. Just move them on and get someone else in. I, I get a little bit nervous, Paul. When you start talking five million plus for, for players coming mm. into Scotland, if I was involved at club level, I start to get a little bit nervous because I think that's a little bit more than what I'd like to spend. Mm. If you were the agent, you'd love it. Oh, what would your cut be, Craig? Come on, have you got a big one? Uh, nah, Tell us. Nah, nah, hopefully, hopefully soon. Eh? I'm working. I'm just 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 starting out in the game. But pool. will you still come in here and talk to us? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely not. <laughs> you know what he's like, sir. Uh, Andy. One of the questions in the next hour will be: Will Celtic now look to strengthen? They're not playing as they were, uh, but will Celtic now in the transfer window, which is not that far away, make some acquisitions? Do you think Ange Postecoglou will be saying, right, we know? Well, we can see at one point so far, still two games mm -hmm. to go, not going to do anything in Real Madrid. They should beat Shakhtar. Well, everyone said that. Mm. Will they spend in January to secure the title? I think they'll do some business. I think when you look at what Ange Postecoglou did last January, I think it worked for him and it worked for him really quickly. I think he's beginning to put his own stamp, more or less his own players. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if they, they do business because... The title is everything. It it not only does it get you access to the Champions League, it's an education for Ange Postecoglou himself. Mm. It's an education for the players, and obviously we we know the financial benefits. But what 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 in 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 regards to Celtic and would they potentially strengthen then, Andy? What if they were to to do so in January? Where where would Celtic? Strengthen. Do you know they've they've got a they've got a big squad. I think mm -hmm. I think what you want to do is maybe get rid of uh, one or two. But yeah, yeah. I think you could do with um, uh, another striker. Yeah. I think you could do with if you're looking at Jota being injured. Mm -hmm. If you're looking at uh, Maida, who's possibly off form, yeah. and you're looking at James Forrest, I think he might make start of the weekend. But mm -hmm. how much longer can he go? I don't think he's a regular. You know, first team player. He's certainly part of the squad, and he'll come in and out of a starting eleven. Yeah. But um, and then you've got to wonder: Will someone come in and take someone like O'Reilly? O'Reilly. Yeah. So let's say someone comes in and pays really good money for O'Reilly. Yeah. You try and invest. You'd be, you'd be sending the team yeah. and, and get the next. Ready to go. Yeah. What's get good the money? Next. What's good money, Andy? At the moment. What's good money? Is he fifteen million? If if there's an offer of fifteen million, you bite their hands off and you take it, Craig. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree. Um, he's a he's a very very good player, um, and I'm sure Celtic supporters will want to see him at the club a lot longer. But he's he's building a nice reputation for himself, and there's a lot of interested parties out there. Thanks to everyone who was on the podcast last night and the night before. People love the analysis straight afterwards. Big John Hartson with Mark Guidi the night before, and Barry last night with Mark. So thank you for everyone who's been uh, on the podcast. It's still available. And tonight we've got Craig Moore and Andy Walker going over what's happened and what is going to happen now in the coming weeks and months. Hearts are a goal down at halftime. The news is next, and then we're back. There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. 
So 23 hours after Rangers lost to Liverpool last night, heavy defeat. It's Rangers' worst defeat in, in Europe since the, the 60s, 7-1 last night. The night before, Celtic beaten 2-0 by RB Leipzig. What are you thinking? We're hearing from Rangers fans and Celtic fans too. And the summary seems to be uh, Giovanni van Bronckhurst has a lot of criticism, especially online. And you wonder if that's reflected in the, the Rangers fans themselves. Social media has got a huge voice these days, but you don't know how many people are behind it. But GVB, and, you reckon this would be silly? I read plenty. I read plenty to last yeah. night, Paul. You know, I mean, the noise yeah. was it was loud. It was loud after such a such a result. But um, again, like I said, the only way that this group of players can respond, and, and Giovanni, and I've no doubt they all will do, is back to the bread and butter, uh, Premier League, and go and get a win. Waiting to hear about Connor Goldson. We might find out tomorrow, I would imagine, ahead of the game at the weekend when the Ryan manager's Jack in duty. Well. And Ryan Jack, yeah, he went off. Um, and I did hear, or yeah. I did think I, I read something today somewhere, I don't know whether it's factual or just speculation at the moment, that Davies, um, by all accounts, completed the match with some muscle soreness. So I don't know how he's pulled up Steve? either. Ben? <laughs> no, Ben, sorry. Ben, yeah. yeah. Of course, Andy, he's just getting a run now. Uh, for Celtic fans, we'll hear from Ange Postacoglu. In fact, let's hear from him now. Yep, disappointed, naturally, to lose to Leipzig. Yeah, just disappointed, I guess. Disappointed for, for our fans and uh, disappointed for the lads as well. You know, we thought we uh, showed all the effort and endeavour to try and win a game of football. But um, as we found out at this level, if you don't take your chances... Um, it's then very hard to convert sort of all that into a result, so uh, disappointed. It's a recurring theme, Andy, isn't it? Taking your chances, not taking Yeah, them. what's that? They've played four games, they've scored two goals, they've conceded nine, they've created so many chances, it's quite remarkable. And the fact that, uh, you know, you look at the game on Tuesday and I thought they could have had at least a couple of goals and it's those fine margins, it's costing them points and it's cost them the chance to to be competitive in the group in terms of second or third, it looks likely that they won't have any European football beyond Christmas. Andy, I was going to ask you, obviously being a striker yourself, in terms of, look, we've we've clearly seen in the games that Celtic have played in the Champions League that they're, they're, they're good enough in terms of the, the opportunities that they, they are creating. Scoring goals at, at, at that next level, um, how how can they do can they do better? Is it because they're snatching at things, or is there a reason by while they're not taking those chances, the strikers? I, I think the the most difficult thing is to create the chances that are as clear cut as as Celtic are making. Can Kyogo take those chances? Can Yakomakis? I think they need to be given another opportunity. This is one campaign. I think it's so brutal. To um, you know, to disregard them as Champions League players. Oh yeah, no, after no, no, no. one, you know, but I think yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. some supporters are. But to, okay, to yeah. disregard them after one campaign, yeah, yeah. Uh, you just, know, I, I think the way that Celtic play, as I said earlier, I just wonder can Celtic be successful playing that way? Yeah, and get, yeah, yeah. Get, I mean, it's it's difficult when you're the uh, third seed, fourth uh, seed in a group of four. Yeah, yeah. To try and compete, I mean. You're not expecting Celtic to compete with Real Madrid. They, they did it, I think, for an hour no, and created they, chances. Maybe they, a bit unlucky not to score yeah. at least one. I, I think when you go away to yeah. Shakhtar, yeah. you control large parts of the game and should have scored, yeah, yeah. I would imagine, at least two or three. They should have scored at least a couple uh, the other night. Yeah. And even away against Leipzig, they scored one, but yeah. maybe should have scored at least another one. They're creating chances yeah, and that's yeah. why I think 
it'll be the same approach again from Ange Postecoglou. My question is, can you can you be successful in Europe that way and finish no, no, second? I get, I get that. I was I was kind of looking for. I guess what, what I was meaning was more uh, what advice in terms of you would have experienced it in terms of yourself, where maybe all of you know you're, you're in good situations and maybe haven't yeah, taken the chance. It, like the advice, Craig, you mentioned it earlier about having a, a thick skin. So you take all the criticism for missing chances. Uh, I think the the fans' favourite for being a, a bit of a boo boy at the moment is Dyson Maida. Yes. You need yeah. to take that criticism on the chin and you need to come back mm. and you need to you need to be better and you need to be more productive. And answered criticisms of Maeda after the game. Perseverance, you know, he, he does. I mean, I, I know people kind of look at the end product and, you know, he was a bit unlucky on a couple of occasions today, um, but he just puts an enormous work rate. We felt... You know, from last week, their right-hand side, you know, can be a threat going forward. And I thought his defensive work was outstanding and that helps us as a team. But, you know, he's got to learn, you know, the other side of the game at this level is really important um, in terms of, you know, finishing the end product. And, you know, he keeps getting into those positions. I think, you know, every game he does. But, you know, goal sort of eluding him. But we can't, again, just sort of scrap him just because he's not the finished product yet we've just got to persevere all our players uh, you know, apart from Joe you look at the rest of them age wise and experience wise this is a massive jump for all of them I'm being really ambitious with the way we want to play our football and that's going to be testing for them but I'm not discouraged by the way we're going I'm, if anything I'm encouraged that we need to keep going down this road you know he's, he's spot on again game made yep. uh, um He's, he's, he's an unbelievable athlete. Um, he gets himself into those those goal-scoring uh, positions. Unfortunately for him so far this season, he maybe hasn't, well, he hasn't taken uh, as many as what he would like. Um, and I'm sure that will continue to improve because let's not forget, I touched at confidence at the top of the program. Yeah. This is someone who scored 22, 23 goals um, in his, his last season in the, in the J-League and was joint top goal scorer. So the the you know the boy knows how to score goals. He's just got to keep putting himself in those in those situations, and you know it's like one one moment, one goal, course, and all of a sudden yeah. things can turn. Um, but you got to continually work at it and yeah. look to improve every single day. Fiorentina, another way to go. They're two up already. Only twenty two minutes gone. Andy, two 0 And Hearts had a bad injury a few moments ago. Nathaniel Atkinson went off. Yeah. And I see it's uh, Baraghi who scored there for Fiorentina as oh. Arsenal go one up. And it's Bukayo Saka who's in great form this year. By the way, what a free, what a free kick. kick. Yeah. Baragi, over the wall oh. and Craig Gordon. No chance. Nowhere. Similar to Armstrong for Kilmarnock against Johnston oh, yeah. last uh, midweek. Beautiful left foot, curling the ball right into the top corner. Beautiful strike. This is going to be a long night for Hearts, isn't it? 5-0 down on aggregate. We've only played, as I say, no, yeah. 20, yeah. Five, yeah, it's the 23rd minute. We're only midway through the first half. The... Coefficient, Andy, must be crashing this year. Yeah, we're taking a pounding on the <laughs> continent, you know, Scottish football, Scottish clubs, um, and the only way to answer them is to, to go back and do better and to learn. And uh, you only learn with experience. And, you know, Champions League is so unforgiving, as you heard Ange Postecoglou there, but you got to go back and you've got to try and learn and, and do better. And uh, I think that's what they'll do. Here's what he said about Jota obviously missing the other night. Yeah, we'll see. He's still a bit sore today, so probably needs further investigation. Yeah, it's nothing serious. It may still keep him out of the weekend, but you know, we'll just um, we'll just assess it as we go along. So waiting to hear about Jota. Uh, they haven't got a win yet in the Champions League. Not one point, two oh. two goals. You mentioned. <laughs> yeah. I know you look at these games. No, they still haven't won, and clearly he's desperate to win. 
you want something from it. Can't fold our endeavour, our effort, the way we've gone about it, our mindset has all been great. Ultimately, for all of us, you know, you want a reward along the way um, because then you can sort of accelerate the belief that already exists. So, yeah, it's an important game, but again, it's not going to be an easy game. Um, you know, Shakhtar have shown already how you know, tough a team they are home and away. Um, and you know, they'll have aspirations to go through. So it'll be a great challenge for us. But like I said, from my perspective, it's about now not, you know, just holding our nerve. Don't, you know, don't fall into the trap of thinking, well, it's not working, you know, when I believe anyway that we're not far away from it working. Andy, not far away from it working? Is that no. how you see it? Um, I think you need to trust the manager's judgment. I think he has transformed that Celtic team in a really short space of time. I think the football at its best is absolutely sparkling, but I have no doubt if Celtic get into the Champions League next season, they'll create similar chances. But you wouldn't you wouldn't think, oh, Celtic will keep a clean sheet tonight. I think the way you're you're up against such quality opposition, um these these teams are clever, they're strong, they've got ability, uh, they're tactically aware, managers are tactically aware. And they'll know that Celtic are a team that throw men forward, throw the fullbacks forward uh, on every occasion. And uh, teams are happy to sit back, not being embarrassed about being, you know, on the end of 20 or 30 passes. But once they get it, they can be ruthless and yeah. clinical hitting you on the break. Uh, he, he's right in saying that they're, they're, they're close. You know, like, again, Real Madrid are uh, European champions and you create the chances that, that, that Celtic created uh, in the home game. Okay, the game... Um, it blows out a little bit, but yeah. the, the chances that were created in that match, and, and if you continually, which they Celtic do continually, create chances in every match, then you know you start to take those moments, and, and, and goals change games. And then if you can be a little bit smarter uh, defensively, which comes through experience and all that sort of stuff. So, look, he's, he's on the right track. Um, one thing you, you can't criticise Celtic for is, 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 is having a clear brand and, and clear style of football. Yeah. Uh, for a nil-nil result, you're getting about a million to one uh, watching Celtic, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're, not, you're not going to get that. You're, you're not going to get, get that. Yeah, you're going to get Celtic uh, creating chances, but mm. then uh, yeah. you, you look at last week, you know, the, how often can you see a free kick and the opposition centre-back able to control it on the ground? No one is going to meet it. Yeah. And then yeah. St. Johnson get an equaliser, yeah. but yeah. you've then got that never-say-die attitude. Yeah. Team yeah. goes up the park yeah. and and score a dramatic winner. And then he's on the bench uh, in midweek, Gikamakis. I heard you saying in the first hour, Andy, it's time for a run for him, or did you say that, Greg? And Greg, while we're talking about the defence, Carter Vickers, yeah. important to have him back. What did you think of his performance? You know, he's a he's a huge player. Like, yeah. You know, some some defenders that, that, that come in, and you don't necessarily talk about them or need to talk about them week in, week out. They just... They, they knock out the same performances, they're steady, they make good decisions. And he's they, a leader. And they keep strikers People quiet. react to him, yeah. play better around him, I yeah. think. He's, a, he's shown that he's, um, he's a very, very good player. Um, and, and a couple of games maybe he did miss, you can see how yeah. important he is to, to, to this Celtic team. The manager said you cannot deny that the players work really, really hard. Yeah, it's, it's not frustration. I just, you know, I just want the players to get the rewards for their, like I said, endeavours, is I'm trying to get us to play a certain way for a reason to, you know, be successful. But you know at this level, if you don't take those opportunities, eventually that's going to hurt you one way or another. And 
<coughs> it's been sort of the story of our campaign so far. It's um, you know, been a tale of missed opportunities and, um, you know, from my perspective, it's just, like I said, disappointing that uh, for our fans and, and for the players that they don't get a reward for, for their efforts. James Forrest came on as a sub for Leila Bada, who went off. We didn't see much of a bad. He had a chance, didn't he? Again, as he yeah. did at the weekend early yeah. on. If spots and maybes. Uh, James Forrest, 450 appearances oh, for Celtic, former really? player of the year. Really? Uh, he was part of the nine. Well, he was there every one of the nine, wasn't yeah. he? So, Andy, is he going to be here this time next year, contributing? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he's not, but equally, I think he's the type of player who... I don't think he's going to go anywhere. He'll not actively try and leave. I think he's... He's, uh, he's bedded in there. I think he knows that he can play a part. I think he knows that he'll be in and out of the team. But I think he also knows that he'll get an opportunity. I think he'll play at the weekend against Hibs. Mm. And, you know, you, you wouldn't be surprised if he creates a chance or two, takes takes one himself. He's had a, he's had a fantastic Celtic career. Yeah, when you have players like that, Paul, that have had that much success um, and have been at the club for, for such a long time, um, that are good in the dressing room you know that, that for yep. me is really, really important because you've got new players coming in every season and you need the right people to help you know the foreign players that are coming in settle and settle quickly um, so for me players like that spend as much time as you want at that football club unless a desire comes from the player that yeah. is, you know you, you maybe get a little bit frustrated through lack of game time but that doesn't seem to be the case with Forrest and we know the qualities that he has See you in the papers already, Andy. Online, I see Andy Walker not having it. A silence in the dressing room. You reckoned there was. I just see it there in the record online. Glad <laughs> everyone bounced out already. In. Glad they're all tuned in. Yeah. The Sun, the record, the Glasgow Times and everyone who is downloading. And we run from five every evening. Apart from the evenings, we're not. <laughs> Which were the nights at the Radisson Red. And we will be back as the campaign continues because it's not over. We're speaking a bit like a post-mortem here, isn't it? As if it's, uh, I think we hate to hear and see and read uh, down south and they're saying well Glasgow you're kidding especially when it's 7-1 last night it's difficult yeah. to defend I think yeah, a lot of the comments coming in though are uh, saying you're you're making a good argument though the difference in the budgets listen I speak to a lot of people down south that ask about Scottish football I, I think a lot of people who talk about Scottish mm. football down south know very little about our product and um, it is totally different from the, the game you get in the Premier League in England the mm. You cannot compare the, the the turnover in cash. It's it's one extreme to the other. But yeah. the product we have is good, yeah. and uh, our clubs can can and will do better. I think. And they can talk. They can talk trash down there, Paul. At, at times, <laughs> you, you you get that. But I tell you what, what one thing it doesn't stop them doing. They're still trying to look up here and take the best players from Scotland down to England. And the other thing is, Craig, I don't. You've probably done it yourself. You've uh, you've been to Anfield. You've been to the Etihad. You've been to Old Trafford. Mm. Um, they don't win at any of them. They, they <laughs> do. They do not. They do not compare in terms of atmosphere to and the noise level that we get in Glasgow. A young player that they are looking out for. He was at Celtic. He's now at Liverpool. Oh, ben Doak. Well, you saw him in action yesterday. Yeah. Tell us about the I, brilliant goal and his performance overall. And he's one for the future for Scotland. He's. A, I tell you, I've done well to see him. He's, he's that quick. He is that quick. A couple of times he got the opportunity, uh, Paul, and, and, and opened his legs and, and kind of give Rangers um, some, some real problems. Liverpool had a man sent off early in the second half, um, but he scored, a, he scored an individual goal, which was quite brilliant. Um, you know, from a, the, the sideline. The is corner. he left-footed, right-footed? Uh, he's both. He's both. Yeah. He's both. But this goal, he actually drives into the box uh, after going by three or four players outside of the right foot, uses one of the defenders as a guide. 
it was a winning goal. Um, he's a great talent, something Scotland and Liverpool um, should be really, really excited about. What's the news in the Hertz, Andy? And it's not good news, is it? No, no. no, it's not good news. They've lost a third goal. And, uh, you know, it's. I've been looking at the game in the opening half hour and it has been wave after wave of attack. I've got to say, Hearts have hit the post. They've had another really good by. effort. Yeah. But they've lost three goals and there's only half an hour gone. And uh, if Fiorentina want it, they could score more. Nicholas Gonzalez, the scorer there. There's not a huge crowd, but I'll tell you, Craig, there's a good travelling support from yeah. the capital. Ah, for, for, for the hard supporters, it's tremendous mm. um, travelling support. The Italians, they, they tend not to get too excited uh, at this stage of, of of the European tournaments, but yeah. Hearts, yeah, definitely travelled in their numbers. He was some striker. Just see him on Sky there, your colleague, Robert. John Robertson. Ah, top he? man. Yeah. He, he, was he grew up a Hibs fan, but of course he is a Hearts <laughs> legend. Yeah. He's a Hearts legend, yeah. lovely guy too. Excellent. That's Andy Walker, Craig Moore, Paul Cooney, the Go Radio Football Show, 0808 17 17 700. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! This time tomorrow night, the Go Radio Football Show going into the weekend will be with Barry Ferguson, Stephen McGinn, the captain of Falkirk, who's on a winning run since he joined us here on the Go Radio Football Show. Got a double that weekend. He didn't did. He? Uh, he's, he, come on. he said Top he didn't. Man. He felt he didn't play that well, and he was just thinking about trying to get his first hat trick. <laughs> Marvelous. <laughs> he's uh, terrific. And I met John yesterday um, in uh, Livingston, uh, working there and helping with um, our kilt walk. Marvelous. And he is a big Kilmarnock fan and he was praising Stephen again. So he's here tomorrow night. We'll be looking forward to the weekend as well. And obviously maybe, Craig, will we still be talking about last night or when when can we move on from it? I think there's great reality. That's what people are saying here. Yeah. You're talking sense. You could be a bit more controversial. You could be a bit more controversial. Yeah. Uh, uh, look, I've had, a, like I said, I had a bit of time to, I think, um, yeah. to really take the result in, to, to understand... Um, the level and the, and the difference in, in levels um, and at the same time like it says for this group of players actually and I'm talking about Rangers and Celtic what, we, what we've shown this season is um, then there needs to be improvements to get to that that next level of, of Champions League football because it's it's a top table it's a top table for a reason and you get punished for mistakes Celtic fans will be saying don't lump Celtic into 7-1 no, 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 I know you're not I mean in general yeah, in terms yeah. of the, the, the moments in games sure. Rangers conceded five goals in 21 minutes last night, right? Now, there's there's been, uh, maybe I'm not sure about a game against Real Madrid, but one minute you're in the game, the next minute it's 3-0. Like, so these are the things that you continually strive to be better at. I agree. Would you rather be in it or out of it? Well, Andy, got, what do you think? You've got to yeah. be in it. I think you want to improve as a player. I think sometimes you think, can I make it here? Or can I compete with these guys? But... It's a team effort. You'd be part of a team. And uh, as we see Hearts losing another goal, so we're at, what, 37 minutes and it's 4-0 for Fiorentina. It's another wave after wave of attack. And actually, Craig Gordon just made a tremendous save a minute or so ago. That's uh, that's going to be a painful one for the Hearts. In the group there, it's not looking good at all. It's uh, it's almost draw a veil over Europe, Craig. Can we do that yet? No, we can't. You have to keep going. You have to keep. Um, you have yeah. to keep going. Look, there's been a lot of a lot of great work done over the last few seasons eh, with, with with European football. Um, and again, that's a level you touched it's, on, it, Andy. You want to be at that level. It's horrible to say, Craig, yeah. but it's a great experience yes. for Robbie Nielsen, his coaching staff, yep. the Hearts players. Can they finish third again? Can they get to Europe again? Can they get in? 
the group stages and develop as a team. That's the that's where you want to be. That's the test. Antonio Barak scoring the fourth goal there in 38 minutes. And this weekend, you mentioned at the games, Celtic against Hibs, Saturday at three. Livingston St. Johnson, Ross County against Dundee United, rejuvenated mm. Dundee United. Uh, St. Mirren against Kilmarnock. Mind you, I blame United. They started this bad run in Europe, didn't they? It was good against AZ. <laughs> well, look, at, first, <laughs> look, at, at, them, look yeah. at them now, Paul. Yeah. They, those two wins have dragged... Everyone uh, yeah. into a sort of hang on a minute. We're only four or five points above the bottom two clubs. It's remarkable. Motherwell against Rangers on Sunday at twelve, and then Aberdeen against Hearts. Uh, lots of people have been on saying about Jim Goodwin. Why was he given six games automatically plus two suspended? And I see he came back and said, "Well, my press conferences, media conferences, I don't look for any great headlines." Do, do you yeah. not feel for him? Is this not a bit draconian? Yeah, I, I do feel for him because again, it's like. Um, Freedom of speech, and he kind of he, he said what he was feeling at that yep. at the time. So, 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 I think he overstepped the mark, Craig. Yep. But my gripe would be the length of the ban, <clears throat> two games maximum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, it's, it's heavy. He's called, me, he's called someone a cheat. Yeah, he searched for the really? word, didn't yeah. he? But he did then say, I suppose, cheat yeah. would be the so, word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, a couple of games. But was it not? Eight. Was it not another? Was it not Robbie Nielsen or something like that that said uh, earlier That's in the season? That's a good point. That's a very good and, point. And, you make. And he what, said the same thing. He said and the nothing, same thing, and nothing. Nothing happened. So who's he crossed? He must have. Uh, yeah. I mean, why would they take that yeah. action against I don't, him? I don't understand it, and I do understand the appeal that's going in from Aberdeen, mm. but uh, I don't know what's come of it. Rangers against Liverpool last night was that the moment when Scott Arfield and that was a brilliantly taken goal and the, the, touch. the uh, yeah the touch and the build up goal, to actually. it as well yeah, yeah. they well, they go and they're quite direct Rangers yeah. uh, but they go and they win the second phase Ryan Jack um, with 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 Arfield takes a great touch away from Gomez mm. great finish it was a perfect start who would you play up front on Sunday mm. again at uh, Motherwell at Fir Park was it Cholak mm. is it Morelos would you keep Ryan Kent I mean he was. Uh, he was anonymous in the second half. Yeah, he, <coughs> excuse me. He was quite. I tell you what, I would do. Yep, go for it. I would put two. I'd put Cholak and Morelos up yeah. top. I mean, and again, that's probably not going to happen. Uh, and this is just my idea, right? But mm-hmm. wide players have have not been playing consistently well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, finding form in sure. out. Um, you know, been no consistency in those positions. I think Morelos and uh, Cholak are, are two different players, Andy. I think that yep. Morelos, um, we know what he can do within the box. He's actually a player. Do you think that they could have a partnership? Chemistry? Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think, you know, naturally Morelos wants to drop into deeper areas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Cholak likes to be on, on shoulders and gets himself in good positions within the box. But I actually think they could complement one another. Two up top, you don't really see it too often uh, yeah, nowadays. Sure. But I think it, it causes a different problem, and especially at this moment in time when maybe the the, the wider players, whoever um, you know, has been playing in those positions for Rangers, haven't really kind of found their rhythm or, or, or form consistently enough this season. So would you bench Ryan Kent on Sunday? Because uh, well, Barry uh, said last night he would have. He, yeah. w- he didn't have Ryan Kent in yeah. his team. And I, look, I don't have an issue in that. But uh, for example, if you played four four two, then I, I still think you could play Ryan Kent on the left-hand side in front of a fullback, Andy? So you would have Lundstrom Davis and you would two sort of wide... Who, who would be your wide of a four <clears throat> uh, on the right? Who would be wide of a four on the, the four, left? The, the back four kind of... That picks it, itself, that, yeah. that, that, that picks itself. Yeah. Um, look, you could have you could have Kent um, obviously on the left of a four. You could have... Uh, you could have right... Atondo, Tillman. Sakala. Sakala. I, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have Tillman there. I think Tillman needs to be more more central. 
What do you think? 0808 17 17 700. This was the manager who contrasted the two halves last night. First half and, and the last half an hour was night and day, comparison how we how we played. Um, and that difference in level, that's too much in Champions League. First hour, we were there. Then you can make we can make any opponent difficult at Ibrox. But the way we played the last 25 minutes, yeah, you will lose against any team you play here. He'll accept all the criticism. Of course, we need to accept the criticism. It's part of my job, part of the player's job to when you perform like this. And then I don't mean, you know, the whole 90 minutes, but the last 25 minutes, you will get criticism and we have to take it on the chin. And that's what we have to do. Uh, as you said before, I said the, the difference in, in, in the way we played, the level we reached in the game, the difference is too big. It cannot the difference cannot be so so uh, so big and he said there are no excuses Especially at the moment still uh, the emotions from from today which is which also what we need to feel because the performance we had the overall performance the result uh, is not the way we want to represent this club so that's uh, that's uh, no excuses for this performance today from no one and uh, we need to process that and 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 um, work towards Sunday. No excuses. Well, the only no. way, look, the only way, Paul, that you can kind of turn the noise down uh, is to go out and win the game at the weekend. That's the only way. Look to go and get three points and to build again. Andy, no question. No, Up against no. your old team. That's it. But then you look at the opposition, and uh, you know yeah. how, how will Motherwell try and uh, you know take advantage of this team that have lost seven goals? Where will their attacking threat come from how will they play at home to Rangers where they've lost heavily in, in recent years and uh, I know that Stevie Hamill's had a great uh, influence on the team since since taking over they gave a really good performance I think at Celtic Park lost narrowly yeah. just the 2-1 the but uh, you know managed to score there albeit with a with a, with an own goal from Juranovic but um, yeah you yeah. just uh, tough place to go it's a, tough, yeah, yeah. it's a tough place to go well, and play. It actually hasn't been for Rangers in recent seasons. Yeah. They've won uh, well there, they've won comfortably. Yeah. But new manager, new approach, see how it goes. Here's a longer section of GVB trying to summarise and his thoughts on the game last night. Very hard to um, to explain at the moment, uh, to process. I'm still processing the game, especially the second half. As you said, we started uh, the game really well, first half, played uh, played really well. We knew the strength of Liverpool, of course, with their pressing and we played well over their press with, with, with balls behind their, their defence, playing from the second ball. And, and continue our attack from, from those moments. We knew that if you play short passes after short passes, they will press you. And when you lose, they will be very dangerous. Well, I think that was the first moment we did that. Uh, conceded the, the corner kick and, and got the goal against. Especially in the second half, I think after the 3-1, instead of playing the ball and play for the second ball, we, we, we played too short too many times. I think they have four moments, transition moments, where we lost the ball and they, they punished us really quick with the attack they have. So that's, for me, in the last 25 minutes, we were not in the game. You know, not with our heads, not with the decisions we make. And, you know, against a, a team like Liverpool, putting, you know, three players up in those moments with Thiago, Jota and Salah, and you're not in the game, you are you get punished. And we um, we had that the second half. I admire his honesty. Yeah. Is he almost too honest about it? We weren't in the game later yeah. on? Yeah, no, but he's, again, you know, when 
you have a moment like that um, or such a poor result and there's a clear difference between first and second half performances. I think I think 100% Giovanni has done the right thing. You've got to come out and be honest because people are not silly. Uh, they're, they're seeing exactly the same thing. And uh, Paul, you've got to take ownership. Um, you know, it's not a nice feeling. Um, you know, he he's the manager that, that kind of put the, the team out and made the substitutions and all those kind of things. So he'll feel a, a huge level of responsibility for that. Um, but fair play to Giovanni because he has addressed it. He said that it's not good enough. And and like I said, the only way that you can kind of bounce back and to to turn the volume down on the noise that is currently there is to, to go and win games of football. The next game of football is is against Motherwell um, away from home. That's that, that's exactly what they've got to go and do now. Andy, they went toe-to-toe with Eintracht Frankfurt only, what, five months ago, four or five mm-hmm. months ago? And it's a strange game football, isn't it? I'm looking at their game last night. They lost 3-2 at Tottenham. But yeah. you know, there's no mm-hmm. shame in that. They've got four points. They're bottom of their table. Yep. It's Tottenham, Marseille, Sporting, and Frankfurt. But they've got four points. It's yeah. just I'm looking from you know the, the Scottish point of view, from Rangers' yeah. point of view. There, well, no, and, no uh, in my view, yeah. in my view, Rangers have got a weaker squad. Yeah. I've said that since they sold yeah. Bassi yeah. and Aribo. Yeah. They've got the money in, and I, you, I think that's good business what they did, considering that they got those, both of those players in for a few hundred grand each. I think the business was good and we've still to see the effects of Matondo, Tillman. I think Cholak has been a good signing, top scorer in Scotland at the moment and I don't think he's let anyone down. But there's a problem with Morelos, there's a problem with Ryan Kent. For whatever reason, neither of them are are producing. For Morelos, he still doesn't look fit, he doesn't look sharp. For Kent, he, he doesn't... He's not doing anything. He doesn't look dangerous, and he's got so much talent. So that's the that's the worry. Where where are their heads? Do, do they want out or are they committed? And we've been saying that since the start of yeah. season, Paul. Are they committed? That's all you want as a fan. And as you said earlier, for the financial model, Craig, th- this would be really bad news. They can well, we could know in what six or seven weeks, the beginning of January, they could be signing pre-contract yeah. somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Well, legally they can they can go and talk to yeah. um, to other clubs. Um, what would you do, right, with Morelos? Mm-hmm. Is there still time to get him? I mean, do, one does anyone else want him? Yeah. There's no sign that anyone has. It's a tough one, Paul. Like I said, for me, the 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 issue has been that that this business with Morelos and Kent um, should have already been dealt with eighteen months yeah. ago. Um, now I think if that was dealt with. Um, in terms of you know, either extending and, and and continually part of the the project that we're we're moving forward with, or we're gonna we're gonna sell um, because you want to move on. That decision had to be made a long long time ago. What I what I'm sure we, we will see, and form is different to to not caring. Yep. Let's let's yep. be clear on that, right? If they're going to be uh, um, no longer at Rangers, they're playing for that next opportunity. Right, so they still need to put in, uh, um, you know, a good effort to, to well, not only a good effort, but they need to perform yeah. Yeah, to a level to to have that excitement to potentially go somewhere else. So, Rangers might have missed the opportunity in terms of financially what could have they could have received for these two players. Now they've got to make the most of a, of maybe Andy a, a bad situation, and that is that yes, they're going to leave. Yes, they're going to leave for nothing. Craig, how, do we get, how do we get the best out of, out of yeah. these two players between Craig, now and never, the end of the season? I never had a problem with a player who wanted to leave the club I was with. Yeah. It, just give me what you've got while you're here. Yeah. I, I'm not caring about what your decisions, yeah, yeah, yeah. but if you're slacking in training and you're slacking in games, 
It's unacceptable. But what, at what stage, and this is probably where the supporters come into play, at what stage, if a decision is made on that particular player that, that is going to run the contract down and leave, at what stage does that get communicated to the supporters? And should that... And should that be communicated to the support? Like, you know what I mean? Like, because the fans... Well, I'm assuming that Rangers as a club have offered them an extension and they're still hopeful that they will sign in in much the same way as Conor Golson did. But the other side of that coin is they can choose to uh, walk away and sign for another club in January. And that... It's not what you want when you're going for no. a title. Yeah. And it's just I haven't heard, like, I, I, again, and I'm, I, may have, I may have missed it. There's, there's every chance I have missed it. but You, you missed know, nothing. <laughs> no, yeah. like in terms of, again, just that communication to, to yeah. you know, is it clear that both players have been offered extensions? I've kind of seen and heard maybe a little bit of speculation, but has that actually happened? And if so, okay, well, then just at the moment, there's, there's too much guessing. Yeah. I, I don't really know the situation. Quick break and then we're back. Want to talk VAR a bit more about last night or the night before? Or will we move on from it? And also, Hearts at halftime, I'm afraid, are four down in Florence. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! go, go. Big week coming up here in the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, Celtic against Hibs on Saturday, Livingston St. Johnson, Ross County, Dundee United and St. Mirren against Kilmarnock and on Sunday, 12 o'clock, Motherwell against Rangers, Aberdeen against Hearts. Hearts at halftime, hasn't changed, it's 4-0 to Fiorentina, so that's uh, not good news for Hearts, we'll have more on that tomorrow night. Some of the headlines today, well, you know the story last night, Rangers... They were one up against Liverpool for seven minutes, but a double from Bobby Firmino and a hat-trick from Mohamed Salah. It's the fastest ever. And then Elliot, just at the end, uh, another goal. You, yep. Sorry, I'll tell you what, uh, John Harvey Elliot, yep. what a good player he's going to yeah. be. I mean, yep. he looked, he was bright, he had great movement, uh, handles the ball extremely well, explosive, got his goal, which I think is his first Champions League goal, so he'd be absolutely delighted delighted with that, but what a, what a play he looks like he's going to be. Certainly does. A few other headlines today. Mikel Lustig has announced that he will be retiring very, very soon. What a career what he's a career. had well, and what he did for Celtic on, yeah, on the way tonight. Yeah, just a level of success and you know a bit of a personality and someone who loved Glasgow, yeah. loved playing for Celtic, loved living in Glasgow and uh, had a good relationship with the supporters, one of their favourites, but it was just the level of success that he had. One of the finest strikers in Scotland that Scotland has produced in recent years is at Livingston, training. Is it going to work out? And do you agree with that statement? It is, of course, Lee Griffiths. Well, what a career he had at Celtic. Scored more than a tonne of goals and um, maybe had his off-field issues to deal with. I just hope he can get switched on whatever club he's going to play at in the future. And I know he's been... Here and there, he was down in Australia I'll recently. Say, is wasn't he, he, he come, come back sun, wasn't, sunburnt? Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> even at the top level. Nah. Yep. But listen, wherever he goes, hopefully he can be focused on his football. He's still got, I think, good two or three years left where he could still be an important player for a team and, and still capable of getting goals. He's only 32, but uh, I was lucky enough to be at the game when we'll never forget it. You were there. When it's the two goals he scored against, against England, England. Two, free, two free kicks, yeah, yeah. two free kicks, almost yeah. Joe Hart, yeah. yeah, sure, that's right, indeed. 
Joe's last game for England probably I think <laughs> but yes Oli Griffiths is there what else Conor Goldson we're waiting to find out about the injury situation there Celtic fans are waiting to hear about Jota ahead of the games at the weekend but uh, in the last short period of time FIFA have given the go-ahead for VAR in Scotland and it starts not after the World Cup mid-season it starts almost now a week on Friday Andy Walker, Andy, you were there today at uh, Clydesdale House, which is going to be, yeah. is that our Stockley Green or whatever it's yeah, called? Stockley yeah, Stockley Park, sure. uh, yep. Clydesdale House, and uh, it was an impressive setup. I thought it was a really good presentation from Crawford Allen and Head of Referees, uh, yep. Tom Murphy. So they uh, answered all our questions. And of course, they're, only, they're going to look at every goal, of course. They'll look at incidents mm-hmm. in the penalty area. Uh, they will look at uh, red cards and they'll look at cases of mistaken identity but I don't think we ever see that type yeah. of uh, incident so but Can we ask you questions about it then? So, sure. so if I'm the referee mm-hmm. and there's an incident in the penalty but I'm sure that I was right uh, do, yeah. I, do I have to stop? Does the watch buzz or something? Well when the ball what? goes out of play yeah. and uh, the video assistant referee will recommend if I'm the video assistant referee I'll say Paul mm-hmm. I'm going to recommend that you look at this potential red card potential penalty uh, and you will go over to the monitor. Can I patch that? Up. Can I just say no? I disagree. I was there. I saw. <laughs> I'm the referee. Patch uh, it. I, I don't. I, I think if you are recommended by the video assistant referee, he's got an angle that you may not have seen. And I think you, as a referee, will probably appreciate that. And you'll go over and you have a look at it and you'll make your decision. I only asked. Uh, just, Greg on, Moore. <laughs> just just on that angle, you're talking about angle, Andy. So currently in terms of the cameras that are, are used for football now to what they will be when, when VAR come in, is uh, give us a little bit of background there'll on be, that. There'll be a minimum of six cameras at every game and that'll be one uh, behind each goal. It'll be you know your main camera in the middle of the pitch, maybe a number two camera and you'll have cameras on the 18-yard line hopefully to catch um, offsides uh, because obviously if a goal is scored you will look at the uh, attacking phase of play you'll look at the the forward pass you'll just determine that everyone mm-hmm. is onside and I'm I'm hoping that we don't get the you know I, I didn't think it was wise for you know Ian Maxwell the SFA chief executive to to, to say it will be horrendous mm. um, I think we'll have some teething problems did we not just miss words? Did not say horrendously good. <laughs> well, no. I think we'll, I, no. I think we'll have some teething problems, yeah. Craig. And uh, you know, I'm trying to buy into it, in 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 so much as I hope it makes you know a very quick and incisive yeah. decision. Yeah. Yeah. And you've actually got the the big decisions right. If mm. there's a clear offside, if there's a clear handball, if there's a clear red card, yeah. I don't think anyone will have any gripe about that yeah. you'll still get contentious issues yeah. and I don't think that'll ever change no, but sure. hopefully it'll help the the product and hopefully we'll be able to relay it yeah, yeah, to yeah. the supporters in the ground because they've paid their money yeah. so whether that's through a stadium announcer whether that's through the the LED lights around the the, mm-hmm. the circumference yeah. of the, the field of play hopefully the communication will be good let's take another call uh, Colin is on the line, a Rangers fan from Bells Hill. Good evening, Colin. Hey guys. Thanks for taking my call. Not at all. What's your point tonight? What can you say after last night? Um, I just, just think people need to kind of get off Geo's back a wee bit because it's against Liverpool that we were never going to get a, get a win against Liverpool 
uh, if we did, it was only going to be one nothing at best. Um, but I think we were holding our own until Conor Goldson got sent off. Uh, you know, sent off, yeah. take, take off yep. injury, yep. and then Ryan Jack as well. That was two players that give you a bit of dick in mm-hmm. the team, and two of them got taken off. Kind of run about the same kind of time, and at that same time, they brought on their best players as well. But we were playing with Ben Davis, who's played four, four or five games in, in a season and a half. Mm. And then you're playing with an 18-year-old next to him. So they two have never played next to each other either. So well, I think, I think, I, think I mean, we are, uh, Colin, you're, uh, you're speaking to Craig and, and, and me. And we're I think we're big uh, fans of Giovanni Van Bronckhurst and what he has done for Rangers. If, if you're talking about people laying off, I, I imagine you're talking about your... Your fellow Rangers fans. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and again, I think, I think the language uh, has kind of changed from immediately after the match uh, in terms of you know the way people were were feeling right at that particular moment of time, which was which was anger, mm. which was um, huge disappointment, um, you know, emotionally charged. And a lot of people that I am speaking to today, and, and like I said, myself included, I think that there, there's been a, a swing in terms of understanding where, um, you know, Rangers kind of fell down in terms of uh, allowing the game to to get to, to 6-7-1, seven, seven, so game management. But the realisation of the quality that you were up against, there is a big difference in quality. And as much as Rangers uh, put in a, a great shift in the first half, Improvement for this group is being able to replicate that for 90 minutes. So the drop-off in the second half was was far too big, as Giovanni has stated, and and that's an area that has to be improved upon. You know, I don't know what I don't know what you think yourselves, but I also think we're playing with a man less when Ryan Kent's in the team at the moment. I just don't think he's delivering any. He's not giving anything to the team at all right now. What would you do, Colin? You can well, you can I, pick the team I, on Sunday. I, Who are you picking? I think Matondo's been doing okay out on the left and Sakala on the right. Either that or put Sakala out on the left and Scott Wright out on the right. Andy, but would you do that, Paul? Sakala's given a lot sure. more than Kent. I, I think the Ryan Kent is such an interesting one because he's a player with so much skill and ability. He's got a great end product but he hasn't shown it for so long it's frustrating and I, I, I'm just uh, you know <coughs> marrying it up with the fact that w- w- where's he going to play w- what's he going to do in January is he going to sign for another club Who's is he committed I think that's the very basic uh, sense he want from a supporter of any club mm-hmm. is that guy committed as a player who saw uh, teammates come and go I've got no problem with Players, mm-hmm. teammates making decisions like that. Yeah. If you want to leave and I'm staying, yeah. all well and good. But while you're here, mm-hmm. you give me everything. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think what you what you then need also is is players, you know, they do come and go at football clubs, Andy. And the manager, um, he ne- he just needs to, to go about his business in, in, in his best possible way on the back of training and what he's seeing and pick the best players. Cool. Pick the best players on what they're doing on the training ground 
to, to then go and perform. And that's how you, it's about setting standards and, and what's uh, accountability. And, and if it's based on the back of, it's hard sometimes, I'm saying, on the back of training when you're playing games every two or three days. Sure. There's not a lot of training getting done. Sure. But when you presented that opportunity, you touched on the Liverpool substitutions coming mm. on. Now, massive, massive names. Yep. But they wanted to come on and do well for what reason? Well, who are they playing this weekend? Manchester yeah. City. Yeah. yeah, they want to be in the team. There's always should be something at stake. Colin, yeah. so you were disappointed with the players, but you're not, you know, calling for the manager's head. Were you disappointed? No. Were, you su- were you surprised that so many of your fellow supporters left so early? Um, no, because it was a bit of a horror show to be to be honest. I mean, they left it for for four nothing four one uh, when yeah. the, the yeah. game was done. So I mean, it's a uh, Natural thing to do, try to just get home and beat the traffic. You know the game's done anyways. <laughs> beat the traffic. No, we didn't. It was bad. Hearts, hearts have scored. Stephen Humphreys fight backs on. Fiorentina four. Hearts one. Craig, Andy, as players, would they notice that the fans were leaving? Would it affect them? Were you disappointed at Rangers fans going in big numbers? Oh, yeah, I mean, you don't. You don't. You, you see, I guess, a stadium starting to empty a little bit. But at the same time, you you understand their frustrations and, and disappointment. Look, at the end of the day. At that stage, there's probably a lot of players that wanted that final whistle to go as well, let me tell you. Um, it's my, 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 my question is, if they do get shot at uh, Gerard, uh, Gerard Van Bronckhorst, sorry, who, who are they going to get that's going to get you a Europa League final and get you qualification to the Champions League? No, no other manager is going to do that for you. Well, I, th- I think you've answered it yourself there, Colin. I don't think Andy and Craig want to go down that line. I don't think it's an obvious candidate. You can no, if you want no, to come no, up with listen, names. But, listen, yeah. we're, we, we absolutely recognise the pressure that yep. uh, a Rangers manager comes under when you lose four to Celtic, you lose four to Ajax, you lose, was it four to Napoli as well? Was it three, three, three or three. four? Yep. And then, of course, oh, you lose seven sure. at home sure. to Liverpool. And it was such a poor performance at Anfield. So you get the... You get the level of criticism that comes with the territory, yeah, but sure. yeah, definitely. But also, I think we need to remember as well what competition it's in. See, see if it was all happening in the domestic league, yeah, I would hundred percent say no. That's not good enough. He needs to go. Yeah. But it's happening at the top, top level. And Rangers and Celtic aren't at that level yet. When when Rangers were in the Europa League, they didn't just. Or they didn't just going to Europa League and get to a Europa League final they went and built themselves up within about three or four seasons Yep Colin you had that moment though with the goal last night Andy you know what I was thinking for the 60,000 Celtic fans the other night they didn't get a moment where they got a goal Two two home games Paul they haven't had a goal they've had so many chances and they're desperate to celebrate and you know know, see their team get a Get a point or three? Did you see the young Hearts fan there, Craig? Ah, you saw him brilliant. enjoying it. Just at what eight, nine years old. Ah, you can the see trip. the the, the yeah. smile, yeah. the clenching of the fists. Like he was over the moon. And I know it's it's four one, but great it's a moment. Support. Ah, it's yeah. brilliant. Really great. Mm. Colin, listen, thanks very much for calling. Appreciate it. Speak yeah, to you soon. Guys. Cheers, Colin. Cheers, Cheers Colin. Colin. We've got very sensible uh, contributions tonight. And uh, Is that not always. The way I think it? pretty much. You know, but people can be honest because you know the fans can go early, and you can understand it. Traffic was terrible last night. It's ends up 4-1-5-1-6-1-7-1 and then for Celtic fans as well the other night you know, they did not expect that well maybe they did after last week at Leipzig but they went into it 10 days ago thinking Celtic were still going for second spot can they come third 
Will they come third? Uh, they could, but will they? I don't think so. You, yeah. What do you need? You need four points. You need a win against Shakhtar, which yeah. I think is absolutely mm-hmm. achievable, but yeah. you're still behind. It's just Real Madrid. You need, yeah. you need to go to Madrid and get a point. I'm, yeah. I'm not sure they're capable of that yet. We've only got 45 minutes. Uh, oh, seconds, seconds left, thank you. Uh, Andy, what's going to happen? Celtic Hibs, two-year-old teams... Who are you going for? I think Celtic will win. I think uh, Livy will win. Yep. I think uh, Ross County may get a point okay. against the United. I think St Myrna yep. will win. I think Rangers will probably bounce back and yep. get a win at Fir mm-hmm. Park. And I fancy Aberdeen to beat the Hibs. Yeah, no. Craig for very, you. very similar. Obviously, I've got Celtic to, to win. Um, I'm going to go a draw, Livy St Johnston. Okay. I think yep. Dundee United will beat Ross County. Three in a row. Yep. St Mirren uh, to win against Kilmarnock I think Rangers will win although I think it's going to be tough but they will win against Motherwell and I believe Aberdeen um, will win against Hearts Hearts tough schedule um, Aberdeen can take advantage of that Will we hear from you next week I know you've been travelling a lot you're yeah, back you'll yeah. be with us next week Andy you too Pleasure As always great to get your contributions thanks so much Barry and Stephen McGinn tomorrow night at 5 thanks to everyone Jokal Day is up after the news the Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go! There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail Macklin Motors Toyota opens this October in Hamilton We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service So come and view the stunning new Toyota range All with up to 10 years warranty Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV See our great choice of approved used Toyotas Our formidable range of commercial vehicles including the Hilux Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians And special Specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota opens Monday, October the 17th at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.